Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of Healing Our Inner Child. Thank you for giving this podcast a shot. You know, it's the first episode. Um, It's my first podcast ever. Thank you for clicking on it, and I hope you stick around. Okay, so quick intro to this podcast. I think the best way to describe it is um, that episode of BoJack Horseman, where Diane is like trying to write this book about her traumatic upbringing, and she's struggling so hard to do it. And she's complaining to Princess Carolyn. And then Princess Carolyn's like, why do you have to write about, like, your traumatic upbringing? Like, I think at the time she was, like, having a much easier time writing with this, like, teenage, like, like, one of those, like, you know, mall, I didn't remember, it was, like, a mall detective or whatever. Like, a fun little, like, you know, tween story, I guess, like, tween book. And then Diana's like, well, because if I don't write about it, then and make like make it meaningful, then my trauma was for nothing. That, then all of that happened for nothing. And I and I don't want to say that's like my goal with with this podcast in specific, but like I've always wanted to like talk about it, make make something out of it, like at least use it to help others. I've tried like doing like a blog like i even like uploaded poems for a little bit i had like this twitter account dedicated to like working on your trauma and like complex ptsd but i've always just thought that a podcast would make the most sense for me it it seems like the most natural like to just sit there and to just talk but that's not i wouldn't say that's like my main goal i think that was the driving force yeah, but I think like my ultimate goal is just to like be that podcast um, for, okay, how do I put this? Be that podcast that I wish um, I, I had access to or I found when I was a confused, traumatized, angry teenager. I think that's the best way to, I think, put it. Um, but also, like, I want it to be, like, a little community where, like, we support each other. And, I mean, I'm on the subreddit uh, CPTSD quite a lot. And I just see how, like, we ha- we all have such, like, similar experiences and struggles. And we all want to just be, like, listened to and heard and I and I want us to have like this little community of like support and love, you know, and just you know me and my listeners, just <laughs> just just us. Um. Yeah, but I guess my my in an ideal world, it would be like, you know, listeners maybe will suggest some things that they want to discuss, and and I'll uh, we'll discuss it, you know. I I want it to be very interactive. Uh, I, I, I couldn't do this on my own, you guys. Like, I, I mean, I, maybe I could. Who knows? <laughs> but I don't want to. Because I know, um, you know, I, I know CPTSD is so difficult. And it really, you really, I feel like this is, this would be such a great source of support for, for anyone with CPTSD. For me, for me, myself as well. Um, I just want us to be that you know, a, a loving, supportive little family of CPTSD havers. <laughs> but quick intro about myself. Um, 
I hate talking by myself and I don't want to give away too much information because I am extremely introvert and introverted and socially anxious. Um, so I don't want anyone to like actually find out like who I am like from the real life. Um, but generally, I'm 23 years old. Um, I have complex PTSD and um, as my psychiatrist puts it, eating disorder not otherwise specified <laughs> and um obsessive compulsive disorder and i guess that's like a quick very quick summary of me um and you know what it's fine it's okay <laughs> So I guess one thing I feel like that I hear a lot from people who like struggle with complex PTSD is like, how the hell (laughs) can I be expected to like be a regular adult when I wasn't allowed to like have a normal childhood? I, I, I couldn't have a normal like teenagehood and suddenly I'm just thrown into adulthood and just like it is unfair you know i'll be the first one to admit it i mean i I feel like i'm at such a disadvantage i don't have the self-soothing abilities that others have i don't have the impulse control that like others have you know what i don't have the healthy childhood or or even like fun (laughs) innocent childhood that others got to have or like that I don't know. I, I, I feel like I, I literally just got thrown into like adulthood. Suddenly I had to make money. <laughs> Suddenly I had to cook for myself, clean, uh, take care of myself, shower, and work. <sighs> work. Work as someone with like complex PTSD and as someone <laughs> that struggled so much with authority figures and having the most terrible authority figures in my life that have scarred me and traumatized me and then being in the workforce where like that is the regular way like that's I feel like that's how it works like you're in the office um you have a boss you listen to your boss your boss will criticize you your boss will be happy with you some days and be not happy with you some days and and for me it is very triggering and but but I have an understand like I understand that that they they're they're not my mom <laughs> they're not my dad they're not my parent they're just trying to run a business it's different and and I guess the advantage that other people have over like us like with complex PTSD and like like traumatic memories and whatnot is that they don't have those triggers um they are able to like disconnect do you know what i mean like no no this is work it has nothing to do with like my life the way my boss acts has nothing to do with like past experiences we don't have that and and it is a privilege that they have and 
and I'm still not content. And, and you might be able to pick up on that by the way I'm talking. I'm not happy with it because <laughs> it, it's something I'm, str- I'm still struggling with. I mean, I've only been working, um, I want to say like a year and a half. That's when I graduated university. It was a year and a half ago. <sighs> it was very difficult. I mean, I was I was so close to quitting so many times. Um, I just couldn't do it anymore. I'd go to the bathroom. I'd cry because my boss, you know, pointed out a mistake in my work. Or criticized my work in any way, which is like the what what my boss is meant to do. Uh, I'm not his child. <laughs> I am mean, an an employee. He does have a business to run, and I guess my grown up mind gets that. My inner child, however, does not. Haha, that is what I've been trying to say. My inner child does not understand that this authority figure is not not my parent um this isn't we're not at home (laughs) he doesn't um he's not gonna punish me (laughs) um in like a way that my parents would and we don't have to be afraid of him but my inner child cannot understand that she is no longer in danger and she doesn't need to worry anymore and she just needs to let the adult do do the you know take care of of things uh, pay the rent um feed us <laughs> uh, shower us clothe us like i i have shit to do and uh, it sucks but like i cannot let my inner child get in the way of that and i guess for a very long time i think my inner child like felt very neglected and I, and it feels weird to talk about my inner child in this way as if it's like <sighs> I don't want to sound like an existing thing. <laughs> my therapist has been encouraging me to like connect with my inner child literally for four years. Um, it just felt too weird to me, too painful to me. But when I gave it a shot and I started thinking about my inner child, checking in with my inner child, trying to relate to my inner child, I think things started to make a lot more sense a lot more sense I remember like like things you think you're over like you're way past it like it doesn't affect you anymore your inner child is not over your inner child's still living through it and it sucks it sucks that my inner child it feels this way and uh, and is going through that as an adult I feel like I like to have these moments with my inner child. Um, and you know what? You know what? Let me. Sorry, I keep getting sidetracked. Not sidetracked, but like I keep talking in circles. I hope it's not an- too annoying to you guys. <laughs> I think like the purpose of this podcast, I kind of wanted to sound like a like a girl's talk. <laughs> sorry, I don't have friends, so <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, I I think this is what it would be like. But anyway, um. Yeah, so my therapist, I remember, like, introducing me to, like, this inner child work. She told me to imagine my inner child at, like, or, like, my childhood self at at, at her lowest point. That takes me to, like, my point that I guess... 
the way I learned, well, I am, I am still learning. The way I'm still learning to get through work <laughs> and to cope with being an adult is by uh, the way I see it now. And I, I you know what? I'm, I'm no therapist. I'm literally just someone who does have complex PTSD, who, who does have that f- fucking terrible childhood and like a fucking terrible like teenage years. <laughs> that's i'm talking from experience like i don't know talk to your therapist about this or something but <laughs> like yeah but i see it as like no like i'm gonna protect my inner child the adult has to do all the working now <laughs> you know like let let me take care of it you just like go be a child kind of thing like you don't have to be on the lookout for like signs that anyone is angry at you you do not have to be on the lookout for like any signs of like impending doom like you're fine i'll do all the work and ever since i started thinking about things that way i feel like it's gotten a lot easier i mean i'm crying less in the bathroom at work (laughs) so i'm doing something right yeah so like for, for example like if my boss criticize like i i i think the perfect example of like would be like a performance review everyone's fucking nightmare i hate performance reviews but they're a part of work like you will get performance reviews during a performance review i get so emotional i mean not 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 i don't show it i don't like start crying because that's unprofessional (laughs) And I cannot tell my boss, that hurts my feelings. My boss doesn't give a shit. (laughs) My boss wants to make money. That's the reality. But I guess I kind of have this filter. Like, you take it in. You're the adult. Don't let your inner child take over. Let her be a child, you know? Because as an adult, I mean, I I have the understanding. I mean, I just said, like, this, my boss is working he's he's in a business his goal is to make money he could give a shit about my feelings that's the truth he could give a shit i mean listen my boss is nice i know i'm making him seem terrible i'm just talking about like (laughs) um work life like the reality of like working in like a a corporate like job or like honestly any kind of job i mean that's the reality they they don't they're not your therapist you know they're not your dad they're not your mom they're there to make money it's all about profit it's all about productivity all right so yeah i just sit there and with that filter i'm like your inner child has protected you now you should protect your inner child from this you as an adult you are meant to be able to handle this your inner child has been through hell and back and cannot handle this and uh, any child could not handle this but especially my inner child who is severely traumatized <laughs> so it's, it's on me I, I i that's the way i think about it no this is this is my burden to carry this is my shitty performance review to go through my inner child doesn't even know what a performance review is and <laughs> doesn't know what kind of fucking job i do but like yeah so um there's like my boss does like these performance reviews with like he ends up like scoring me in the end and that's how he compares performance reviews like throughout the quarters 
<sighs> and my first performance review, guys, I was a wreck. <laughs> I held myself my face was fully red my voice was shaking i did not cry i'll commend myself on that i did not cry i ended up going to the bathroom and like sobbing though but now like my most recent performance review like the last quarter of the year i am so proud of her guys (laughs) not a single tear i took it like a fucking boss i was so good (laughs) i was so good um like back to my main point dear god i am such a rambler man maybe this is why i don't have friends <laughs> like, maybe i'm the problem but yeah i mean <laughs> back to my main point um I, I i guess it will always be more effortful for me as someone with like cptsd it will always be more effortful for me to be a normal like functional adult it'll never come as easy to me as it does like my coworkers are like my you know people i've known in university i used to I, I, and i still do i envy them i envy them who wouldn't envy them you know they've they've they got this hu- humongous advantage of like a beautiful support system a loving family and you can make your own family. I hear people saying that all the time. Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, you can. I'm. I'm a like. I believe that. I really do. It's just that I haven't been able to like find my chosen family. I guess yet. Wow, this got sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fine. Um. <laughs> back to my main point dear god i am so sorry this is terrible it's it's my first podcast episode bear with me we'll get better together if anyone's listening you and me this the one person who will probably listen to this episode and that's me being optimistic we'll get better at this um yeah so it'll, it'll always be harder for me to like be a functional adult always be more effortful i'll always have to use more coping mechanisms more like methods more but uh, that's just the way life goes it really is and and you know the one thing i look forward to is 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 for me like a personal goal i have is like making sure that whatever kid ends up being in my life whether it is my own whether I end up adopting like I've always wanted to. I want to do everything in my power to make sure that kid knows that they can go home and have this wonderful, loving, supportive environment and that they can go on to like be this awesome adult and do whatever they feel like they want to do and feel like it's okay. That... <laughs> that keeps me going it really does like it's such a humongous goal of mine i think looking at the bigger picture like the ultimate goal helps me and and it's not like i have a goal that's like oh in a year i want i don't have like solid tangible goals like that yet i'm still figuring things out i'm still learning how to be an adult 
But I know that one thing I've always wanted was to not be shitty as a parent. <laughs> and and I will I will always look for like look forward to that. And then the way I think about it is like no work, do the best you can at work, have this filter, protect your inner child, don't let her take take care of these situations that like no child will like have the resources to take care of or to like understand make money be financially stable so that you know the ultimate goal for me is like to adopt or to like have a child and just be able to like be the best i fucking can for them and that's that was my like that's become my goal in therapy taking like my meds trying new meds trying like new forms of therapy like recently i've been doing emdr and just learning to cope with life i want to be stable guys like i really want to be stable (laughs) that sounded so sad but i I too i do want to be stable and i want to be like a stable presence for like a child that ends up being like a part of my life whether as like my biological child like a stepchild or like an adopted child like you know regardless they're going to be my baby (laughs) that's not my point but I'm just saying like however like I end up like having to care for like a child I want to be like a stable loving supportive presence (sighs) and I think I think that concludes the first my first ever episode of healing our inner child honestly i'm not i'm not gonna say this was a good episode (laughs) again this is my first like i've never done anything like this i've never spoken into a microphone i am so introverted i've never had a conversation like this with anyone honestly But, but i'm glad i did and you know what we'll get better together i'll have like more solid talking points i'll like ramble less we got this okay hopefully if anyone's listening to this i'll see you next time